Blog Talk Radio. This is the Back Porch Writer Podcast, the show for writers, about writers, and writing. It's live, fun, and informative. Each week, I chat with writers, editors, and industry pros to give you and me a heads up about this whole new awesome publishing world. Back Porch Writer is about creating the life that you want through writing and publishing. Are you ready to tap submit? Let's explore the possibilities together. Welcome to Back Porch Writer. Welcome to Back Porch Writer, the show for writers about writers and writing. I'm your host, Corey Miller, and today is March 23rd, 2017. And you know, here in Nebraska, our our weather is just a little bit odd. I've mentioned that over the years. Um, Today is no different. It looks like it's going to rain or storm. It looks like that all day. It hasn't done anything. I think it might do something tomorrow. But the the it's sort of this weird, sticky, warm feeling. So there's a little bit of the humidity in the air. It's it's just odd. But Mother Nature cannot make up her mind. You know, a couple days ago it was freaking freezing outside. It was so cold. And then days before that, it was really warm. Like almost 70 or something. So yes, I'm not lying to you when I say that we have unusual weather in Nebraska. So if you decide to come visit here, you really need to be prepared. You need to you know, pack some shorts, pack a jacket of some kind, maybe some gloves, lightweight gloves or something this time of year, because Mother Nature cannot make up her mind right here, right now. So I mean, we've got flowers and things trying to come up and then they sort of wither and go, I know it's too cold. They try and hide. Yeah, it doesn't work, by the way. So that's what's going on here. That's the weather. I like to give you the weather report, the update. Hope everything's going well in your area of the world. Uh, shout out to all those people who've been supporting me over on Twitter and supporting my writing. I really appreciate that. Readers Gazette, you've been awesome. And all the people that follow you, rock. So thank you for your support. Oh, before I move on, I don't want to forget, um, author Andy Pelliquin, who was on the show um, last year, he is having a Facebook launch event. It's Gateway to the Past, the last Bucillari. I think it's Bucillari. It could be Bucillari. Not really sure. But it's going to happen on March 31st, 2017. Also on that day, we're doing a uh, indie event um, associated with Brain to Book Cyber Convention. So be sure to go over to Goodreads and look for Brain to Book. CyberCon and get all the details about that March 31st event. Andy's affiliated with that all too. So you'll be able to find Andy's information, I'm sure, and then the information for Indigo Live, and it'll be so much fun. Uh, so that's what's going on. That's some exciting stuff. Um, in my world, I have a test to prepare for. I've been studying for the last couple of days because I have a, a test over four chapters in motivation and learning that I need to take either tomorrow or Saturday. I haven't decided which day I'm going to take it, but I was really excited because one of my um, learning reflection assignments that I had to do, I got it back and I was really sweating it. I was sweating bullets thinking, oh my God, oh my God, I didn't get this. I didn't understand this. And I ended up doing really well. So I was thrilled when I found that out yesterday. Very excited. It's always good to get that back before you have your test. (laughs) So then you can either make corrections or use it while you study. And so I'm in a position where I get to use it while I study. And so I'm very happy about that. Another exciting thing, I am going to be attending the, I think it's the Fifth World Congress on Positive Psychology in Montreal, Canada. And I am thrilled. I learned about this last year sometime in 
still wanted to go and didn't think I'd be able to work it out, but I have been able to work it out. And now I'm officially going to that event in Montreal, which is awesome because that'll give me a chance to practice my French because I've been studying French from years ago, but I actually hired a tutor and now I've been working with a tutor for a while. So I'll get to practice some of my French. So I'm looking forward to that. So that's what's going on with me. And like I said, I hope everything's going well for you. And I hope everything's going well for the author that I have on for the show today. Uh, it's Brian Paul Bach, and he's out of Washington State. At least that's where he is right now. Um, he may have been other places. Uh, he has a background as a writer, an artist, a filmmaker, and a photographer. Um, he's worked across the entire, the whole entertainment business, which is what I call this, the bewitching power of entertainment and other ills. Um, I'm sure he has lots of interesting stories, so I don't know how many of those he'll share with us. Hmm, let us see, shall we? Brian, welcome to Backports Writer. Uh, thanks, delighted to be here. Well, I'm so glad you could be. So tell me a, li- a little bit, and tell everybody else, a little bit about your latest book, because I know from reading about you that you've written you know, three or four other books, but you've got this new book. So tell us the, what it's all about. This is my first published uh, work of fiction, and it's called Forward to Glory, and it is a four-part, I call it an epic noir satire, and it's set in the world of movies, and um, it's this big saga of of, a whole bunch of things tossed in the hopper, but it's a steady narration of one guy who comes to Hollywood and wants to be a star. And that's the premise. And the first the first volume called Tempering has just been published by Clink Street. And um, it shows uh, him, his name is Butterbugs. And um, I don't say much about him, but it's mostly what he experiences and he goes drives to hollywood and he lives in his car and things he has no plan whatsoever but he's absorbing all these things and these experiences and and some of them as dorothy said in the wizard of oz aren't very nice but he keeps going and it's a it's a lot it, it, it builds in momentum uh, and and prepares the reader for the next volume and the next volume after that and the next one after that. So that's it in a nutshell. So it sounds like you're reading, you're writing it from a third person sort of vantage point. If yeah. I don't know, yeah, okay. It's right. it's um, my my approach is that this is a movie. Um, it's not in script form or anything, but it's like to put you in front of the screen, so to speak. And uh, so a lot of it is as vivid as I can make it. There's some sensationalism, and I kind of I kind of think of it as a like a mini series because it mm-hmm. it's a, it, it progresses in in episodes. So mm-hmm. it kind of leads you on, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what made you? Mo- yeah, sorry, go ahead. What made you decide to write it that way? Oh, I think it's just a love of movies. Um, 
and sort of wanting to to participate somehow because the business itself is so is so unapproachable i mean i i've tried in a long time ago i i approached it and it's pretty sewn up and also it's i don't think it's as fun as people think it is it's it's more fun to watch movies and this was quite enjoyable for me to write because i could think of inspirations from movies i love i'm not copying them or anything but you know as far as atmosphere and and excitement and this is a this is a a positive progressive saga i i guess i'd say and so it's got a minute yeah how is it a positive progressive saga if you described it as epic noir satire well um because all of that stuff propels the story along and the hero is really a good guy and he persists through all of this stuff and it gets better and better and better for him so perhaps that's a bit mysterious but maybe it should be <laughs> i mean when we go to a movie we we hear we may read a review or something or word of mouth or whatever but if we've never seen the movie before we we are discovering it as we go and i know that goes for anything book movie whatever mm-hmm. but a book you can kind of look ahead and see what's going on you can shop around in it uh mm-hmm. a movie or tv show is linear so you have to kind of mm-hmm. but of course with new technology you have to wait for it to unfold yeah, I mean, really, exactly. you have to wait for it to unfold. Yeah. Which is why sometimes at the end of them, I'm quite upset. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's part of, the, part of the magic of it, because it keeps you going and you're involved, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all want, we want our readers to be involved. <laughs> right. So, yeah. <laughs> Not Please trying. don't fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> anyway, right. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So what well, is what is the deal? What is the deal with the names that you picked out? One of them, the main character is Butterbug. Yes. I mean, and you had some other interesting names in there as well. So what's the story behind that? I just love to fiddle with language. Um, I I guess in in school we were encouraged to read Ernest Hemingway and and writers like that who are great, but out at you like Charles Dickens. I mean, Dickens is probably more of an inspiration than than anybody. Uh, you know, with his with his glorious universe of of inventive names, which he kind of was inspired by by the quirkiness of of his surroundings. So it's a, it's really just an enjoyment of of playing with words mm-hmm. and. Sometimes it sounds frivolous, and sometimes it doesn't. So it's mostly a fun thing for me. So what's the story behind why is the main character named Butterbugs? I mean, is there an actual reason, or was it just for, this will be funny? Well, it was a nickname for a friend of mine's uh, toddler, and I wanted to amuse him with kind of a funny-sounding name. Mm-hmm. And it just popped out. So it's 
I decided to use it because I haven't heard any. I haven't heard that name before. And, yeah, and if if Go there's ahead. an unusual name, people tend to remember it. Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so I just it it makes me remember. I love the Princess Bride. It's one of my yeah. all-time favorite movies. Yeah. And of course, there's Princess Buttercup. Right. Yeah. But as the as the book goes along, you really won't be distracted by that name. Um, right. Or maybe you will. I don't know. I just like I just like all the stuff that comes along with movies that that mm-hmm. we kind of accept just as a matter of course, but they make impressions on us. So. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I I don't care for for contemporary films, and I, I'm a fan all all the way through, but is how fast everything moves, and mm. um, it's great. I mean, it with you can freeze frame and stuff like that, but boy, I like soaking it in, you know. So um, that's kind of my approach too. I like I like classic Hollywood. Uh, films that's probably inspired me more than anything because they're more like books Uh, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you you kind of are given credit for for viewing them that we don't have to you know uh keep your attention going every second or something like that and that's that's about my only criticism i mean there's lots of terrific stuff all the way through the the film uh history so Mm -hmm. Man, you and my father would get along fabulously. <laughs> he, he is a huge, huge movie buff, and I can't even tell you how many movies he has. And he yeah. could have conversations just like you're having with me right now and go on and on. He would probably agree with you about your assessment of movies now versus the way they were yeah. when he was yeah. growing up. I suppose I show my generation, but uh, <laughs> as I said, I mean, I like I like certain silent films too and hey that was before mm-hmm. my time so right right i i don't need to be up to the moment but i like anything that's good and and of mm-hmm. course everybody has their own tastes and and that's what's neat is that there's something for everybody sooner or later. so tell tell everybody some of the other names that are in this story oh gosh um in the in the end of in the final volume, I have a filmography of Butterbugs's films. It's a thousand and one films that I invented, again just for fun, <laughs> to show the impact of this guy. And then I had a lot of fun inventing plots and stuff like that and mm-hmm. and, and names. So I, I have a guy named uh, Clay Barr. Uh, there's a woman named Parker Shandell. Uh, one of the, one of the, um, let's see here. And I have a lot of real names too of, 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 you know, people who've worked in the industry and stars and, and many are recognizable, many aren't. Um, there's, um, the, the chief, um, female character is named Heatherette, which isn't that unusual, but uh, I just like um, 
the invention. You, the invention. you didn't think Heatherette was unusual? Well, <laughs> it was a little different, I guess. I don't know. I, I just like <laughs> maybe maybe readers will name their kids after these people or something. Oh my kidding. god! When I was reading, I was reading the press press release that um, your uh, publicist sent to me, Josh, and I was like, Heatherette, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, good. Well, see, it's got you asking questions then. Yeah. Uh, um, a possible hook. Yeah, well, you know, the the press release was w- really well done, actually. And I was I was reading through it, and I'm like, well, this sounds really interesting, because I like the noir stuff, and I'm certainly going to recommend it yeah. to my father, because he loves that. He Good. absolutely loves that stuff. And so I'm going to suggest this, this to him. We, audiences love to be intrigued, and maybe manipulated a little bit, but uh, <laughs> what, what's a movie? If not, you know, you're sitting there and, and you're being exposed to something that, that is dramatic. And one of, one of my little mini critiques about today, too, is that everybody wants everything so realistic. But look at the latest uh, Jack and the Beanstalk. <laughs> I mean, the, the point is to make it credible. And mm-hmm. um, but I also like to band that a bit and and larger than life. Um, I mean, it happens every day. People accept stuff mm-hmm. on the screen mm-hmm. that they would never accept in real life. So, oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. Absolutely. You know, and it, I had a conversation recently with a friend of mine about movies, and and this goes. This is also sort of true for books for, with me. I really, if I'm going to a movie, I want to be entertained, and yeah. I don't want to come out crying. <laughs> so, okay, okay, yes. I, yes. I'm more of a, I'm here to be entertained, I want to laugh, I want I want to be intrigued, yeah. I want to, you know, that sort of thing, but I'm not here to boo-hoo, so stop it. <laughs> That's the way I, 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 I Exactly, and there are some really somber films now that are pretty bleak, and mm-hmm. In the past, I mean, something like Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf with Richard Burton and Elizabeth Taylor, one of my favorite films, it's, it's um, difficult to watch, but it's rewarding because you're mm-hmm. really getting into these characters. And, and um, I don't know, I, I, I like demanding films, but they got to mm-hmm. kind of give you something worthwhile, too. So... Mm-hmm. I hear you. Uh, on the other hand, I if if I see an old sentimental film or something like that, I really enjoy that. I mean, at the end of The Wizard of Oz, I kind of get choked up, and I enjoy that because it's sweet okay. and and it's um, I find it appealing. Now, The Wizard of Oz has freaky flying monkeys, so yes. And you know, I'm my wife about that to this day. To this day, she has never seen all of The Wizard of Oz because of the flying monkeys. <laughs> yeah, freaky flying monkeys. I just had this conversation with my daughter the other day, and uh-huh. she does not like, she doesn't like that movie. Oh, and I said, yeah, like, well. Freaky flying monkeys, you know? It's kind of for adults in a way. It's, it's, <laughs> it looks they like show a it carnival. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. You know, I, I watched that movie several times as a kid. And obviously, it was traumatized by the freaky flying monkeys, which is why I keep bringing yeah. them up. 
But aren't I, love, I mean they I love the Wiz? Have you ever the watched way the Wiz? I, yes, I have. Yes, I saw it see? in uh, L.A. Yeah. See, I love that. It's um, it's a softer version, and um, but but one of the things is when I watch a film, I I I don't get too lost in it, but I like kind of noticing the tech side, like like those flying monkeys are are horrible but what boy the creation there was really something you know and right. the, and the tornado the which was a big right. uh, cloth thing they were they were moving around back there right so i'm interested the in, in the mechanics too the film well it's like watching the old the original star i shouldn't say the old the original star wars the first three versus what came later Oh yes, yes. You know, I mean, that, that's amazing stuff. You know, or watching Star Trek, the original Star Trek series, and yeah. watching the, the later ones. It's that sort of thing. It sounds I like. I know. Oh, go ahead. The, well, the tech side is just it's it's doing what it's doing because there's so much freedom in it. On the other hand, I I especially enjoyed the old Star Trek uh, series because. Because of the characters and the drama, yes, it was a cheap production, and they didn't have much money to work with, so they had to. Right. But but the new stuff, can, the CGI, the, the the all the all the special effects can, I don't know, you know how they do stuff. So, oh, that's computerized. <laughs> so, but depends on how it's used. It can be very effective. Oh, I I don't know how it's all done, <laughs> so I'm well I'm pretty consistently it, it, amazed. <laughs> yeah, well, good, good. They don't really want you to know too much, but um, sophisticated computer programs that are just mind-boggling. And boy, I, I mean, I like the Lord of the Rings series, and mm-hmm. the special effects were very well used in that. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, do you what are your uh, what are you envisioning for your book? Because you said you wrote it like a screenplay without it being a screenplay. That's essentially yeah. what you've done, and you've got uh, what like three more that you're you're doing or have done. Is this yep. something Hold that on. you're seeing in the future? It actually will be on the screen. I think that would be neat. Um, absolutely, I'm I'm certainly open to that. Um, because it's kind of tailor-made, really, um, mm-hmm. but not to everybody's tastes, of course. It's kind of a niche mm-hmm. thing. On the other right. hand, I throw so much in there that um, I hope there's something for everybody. But, yeah, I think that'd be great. Uh, or a, a television miniseries. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're always so looking for me- new stuff. <laughs> right. Tell me a, a little bit quickly about what's coming next after this book, because this was number one. So Right, right. Um, well, the next volume is called Exposition, and it's about how Butterbugs starts to rise in the business. In other words, he starts, it, it, it's, it charts his, his uh, increasing success. Mm-hmm. And um, then volume um, volume three is called Apotheosis, which means you know the climax. And he 
becomes the biggest star in the world. And then the last volume is called Beyond Fin, the French for End, and it's kind of a bonus chapter of some earlier stuff, and then the filmography and things like that. It just follows a steady um, progression in a linear fashion. So it so it it builds in momentum, and the first are volume. These, yeah, go ahead. Are are they all finished, ready to go? Yes. Wow. Yeah, and and I think they're releasing them, you, you know, in in uh, increments. Mhm. Mhm. I'm not sure uh, when the next one's coming out, but it's all done and ready to go. Well, it sounds like you had a lot of fun writing all of this. What was your favorite thing about the process? I think um, realizing a movie without having to do it. You know, uh, I mean, movie making can be a nightmare, and it's also very boring. And it takes a lot of money, and you've got to, like, devote your life to it. Not that that's bad. It's just that I was able to make it happen kind of the way I wanted, sort of instantly. Mm-hmm. And writing it down instead of, oh, they shouldn't have done this or they, they could have done that. Well, it's all invention. So that's kind of rewarding, I think, especially at after having done some nonfiction where everything's got to be credible and, and you've got to put in footnotes and, and you've got to validate everything, or you should, um, fiction, of course, is, is up to the author. So that's, that was a lot of the fun. Mm-hmm. You remind me of a guest I had on the show a couple of years ago named Johnny Walker, and he's a musician out of uh, the New York area, and I, uh-huh. I'm failing the name of his book, but he just, similar to you, because he's in entertainment and all that, he just had a ball, and you could tell, you know? Yeah. And that's what it's yeah. like with you. I can sit here and listen to you, and I know you just had fun. <laughs> I think so, and sometimes it was a little um, arduous because I'd be, I'd be pounding away probably should have taken a break or something like that. But once you get going on some of this stuff, it's just, it, it almost writes itself because Mm -hmm. I, I guess I have enough orientation to be kind of hip to movies. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm just doing it my way. That's all. And uh, I hope readers will, will enjoy it. It's meant it's, it's an entertainment, but I toss, serious stuff into and some bit of commentary but it's all and and absurdity and it's meant to be enjoyable that's my mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. official statement about your it. official statement <laughs> yeah yeah well people want to know where they what they're getting I think. right um and that's perfectly reasonable mm-hmm so where can everybody find you? Let's start there. Um, I ha- uh, th- It just, um, uh, volume one just went live on Amazon, Goodreads, uh, 
and my there are I have a blog devoted to the um the saga it's just uh forward to glory and um I'm on Facebook too and you also have a goodreads page I should mention that yes. to people who are yes, going to be following Brenda book right. you have a goodreads page Right. Um, so check a good out place Brian to over there. Start, actually, yeah, 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 because they can see your nonfiction work as well. Right. So, right. So that's good. All right. So, our what about like Twitter, Instagram, any of that stuff? Uh, yes, I have those as well, and I will load those up on the Goodreads page. <laughs> um, it's been. It's been hectic getting all this stuff together here because I, I, I designed the, the cover of the book, too, and had a friend of mine put it together. And I designed the whole, the whole series, the whole books, really. Mm. And um, they came out how I wanted. <laughs> Isn't that weird? <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah, yeah. My previous fun. books, it was hard working with publishers because they have their own ideas about things. Right. And um, the, also, they were done before the email era, so it was it was unbelievably awkward and clumsy and and difficult. So um, it's better now. Hmm. Okay. Um, all right. So your book, I know, is available over on Amazon. It's probably available at Kobo and. Barnes and Noble and lots of other retailers. So yes. people need to check that out for sure. Right. And I know it was recently released, so it could use some review love. So people need to get out there, grab the book, and then let you know what they thought about the book. Absolutely. And leave you yeah. Yeah. Um, it, I think the digital version is not out yet. The print on demand is, uh, but digital mm-hmm. is certainly coming. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I did see that that the the print version was there, not the ebook. But be patient, yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. <will> come. Yes. <laughs> all the mechanics. Yeah. It's coming. It's all right. Relax. Well, Brian, thank you so much for being a guest here with me on Back Porch Writer. It has been a pleasure, and I am grateful that you asked me. Oh, I thought it was awesome. I like talking about movies and books. And books and Isn't movies. Isn't that great? I mean, there's just so much to there's so it's, it's it's a feast. You can just and and it's fun critiquing movies too. Like, oh, that was lousy or something, and right. the other person says, "Hey, I like that." And you can get into it, and it it's fun. I haven't done that. That's a whole new element. Maybe I should start getting into that. That could be fun. Well, yeah, you may. You can get on thin ice, that's for sure. People get offended because they they can take films personally, you know. And uh, it's because it's a taste thing. Like, uh, it's a personal statement. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Brian, you have a great evening. Again, thank you so much for joining me. Okay, thanks a lot, Corey. Really enjoyed it. Thanks. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. All right, people, you can check him out over on Amazon. And as we mentioned, the ebook is not available yet, but it will be soon. So if that's what you're into, make sure you check and look for his book. I love the names of the characters he comes with. 
you know, butterbugs. I mean, seriously, that is something that you're probably going to remember forever, butterbug. Why could you not remember that? That's like buttercup, right? So butterbug, you will remember that name. So go check out his book over on Amazon or Barnes and Noble or Kobo. I'm sure it's pretty much everywhere good books are sold. Thank you so much for joining me here on Back Porch Writer, the show for writers about writers and writing. I'm your host, Corey Miller. Until next time, pull the chair, sit a spell, and write. Thanks for listening to Back Porch Writer. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe via iTunes so people just like you can find the show. If you've got comments, questions, or want to be a guest, visit BackPorchWriter.com for details. I'm your host, Corey Miller. Until next time, pull the chair, sit a spell, and write.